program and we've got an excerpt of Lion Rockers which is a program that I host every Saturday morning. It's a 12-part series where we uh, get to sit down with some of the people uh, in Hong Kong to find out a little bit more about what the Lion Rock spirit means to them and how they apply it in their life. And last week I got this opportunity to speak with social worker Si Lai Shan who is, uh, as you know, a familiar voice here on Radio 3 for many, many years. And uh, she, in, in this excerpt, uh, well, well, in the episode, she talks a little bit more about the challenges that she's faced uh, when she moved to Hong Kong when she was just 11 years old uh, from Fujian, and she didn't speak a word of English or Cantonese, which is amazing to imagine now because she, she does so many interviews in both of these languages. And in this excerpt you're about to hear, we talk a little bit more about how she uh, protects her, her herself uh, when she deals with uh, uh, difficult situations uh, in terms of how she copes uh, mentally when she faces difficult situations in, in her workplace. Uh, but let's start off with, with what a typical day is like for a social worker, uh, Si Lai Shan. I always uh, wake up by many calls from 7, 8, and then they actually I wake up always. I, normally I wake up at uh, 7, end of 7 or 8, something like that. And then, but, but always sometimes at uh, 6 or 7, there always some call Already? from media or from the, <laughs> from my cats. Yeah. So there are some urgent call and then, uh, so I need to handle it. And then I have a breakfast at home, and then I go to uh, uh, office. Either go to home and in office to at office, or and I have the meeting with the residents in or training in some shape. Yeah, and then uh, uh, have many uh, calls, hotline calls, or I have the appointment with some cases to meet them, or even sometimes need to give the money. The, the emergency fund, something like that, or deliver the uh, food, voucher, uh, this kind of things. And also I uh, need to uh, conduct research, prepare the research, prepare for meeting. And uh, evening, uh, more time is go to visit the people that live in different areas. Yeah, and so handling this thing, case, cases. Yeah. And uh, also uh, on duty on Sunday, uh, in some shape, to meet the people um, so regularly they can have a time for the pe- people they, anytime they can come to ask questions, inquiries and then have many meetings wow. Yeah. And how many years have you been doing this? How many years have you been a social worker? Oh, I graduated uh, in 1995 so, so it's 28 years Wow, <laughs> yeah. and still going strong Over these last wow, 28 years I'm sure you have so it many. It seems uh, time flies so fast. Exactly. It just seems like. It just yeah. seems like yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what are some memorable cases that you've come across? Uh, so many, I'm sure. What are some sort of ones that really, really stuck not only in your mind but in your heart? Mm, I think uh, there are many, many. Um, for example, for the children, and um, I visit those living in the cubicles, and they are actually they 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 know. They, why they come to Hong Kong just like me and my father said you come to Hong Kong you need to study good you need to go promote to university you need to develop your career rather than other things <laughs> yes so I think they know their family responsibility so actually we have I remember it's a sister a, a sibling a sister and a, a, a child a, a brother actually the mother not yet permit to come to Hong Kong only the father is a low-income worker Wow. So they're living so, with nine households, wow. share the kitchen and toilet together. And and then the father don't want to stop working because um, 
uh, he want to sustain himself by by her work, his work, and so he just at the evening, at the beginning, he take the children to walk to every street, how to go to school, how to buy the uh, uh, food, and then and then the children they can go by themselves. Yeah, and then the children also they write their names that uh, I'm what what, and then I want to get A in my academic uh, transcript something. So and then they get all A's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. incredible. And, and also actually, uh, sometimes then because they are only a small room, and then they don't want to uh, uh, make their and uh, uh, disturb their family. They sometimes they will study in the kitchen. Or even toilet. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so much resilience in those sort of children. It really does breed that resilience. What about the elderly? Um, you know, Hong Kong, we have an aging population. I'm sure you work a lot with the elderly. Um, are they very lonely here in Hong Kong? Yes, yes. Yeah. I think for <clears throat> for the elderly, many, many elderly, they are quite alone. And they uh, are lonely. And then they live in the bad space or cubicles. And uh, some of them actually, they are single whole, whole, whole their life. And some of them, they say, uh, I'm poor. I don't want to bother others. They and, and then, so, and when they're young, they're hardworking. And then they, because the salary is low, they uh, not earn so much so they cannot keep many saving and then spend a few years already used up and then they need to apply for CSSA and then uh, for single people they apply for public housing is quite a long time actually before 1985 we, we are not allowed to single people to apply for public housing and then the first one they apply for public housing they get a card said that oh we cannot provide one single public uh, uh, housing for, for so far, and then, person, so you need yeah. to wait patiently, something like that. So the first one, I think, is ten years later they wow. get the. Uh, uh. But now actually it's even worse because we have the point system, and uh, if you are young and then you probably you wait for thirty years, you cannot get a public housing. And for some of these elderly, you know, they might die before they actually get. Yeah. So many of people, they said, when, when, when we ask them, why don't you apply for public housing? You said, I'm not old enough because after not 60 years old, and then they maybe wait a few years yeah. to have the public housing. If before 60 years old, they cannot. And, uh, some of them, they, when they're old, they're way, way for, for, for this kind of opportunity to apply. And then they already tired to try the new environment. Yeah. So if they're at that area, for example, if they're living in, some of them living in Wan Jai, they don't want to move other, they, they, they cannot adjust to the new environment. So they have hesitation to apply for public housing. They wonder if they move to other area, whether they can survive. Because some of them quite low educated, they, they, they don't have any friend. And only the friend may be in the small shop they are <laughs> living with. Yeah, and and for some of them, they um, even their children actually their children low income or abandon them. So I remember first time I, I worked in Tuguan, and then because of the development uh, by the private private development uh, 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 developer, and and we help them to get rehousing the elderly, and then so the elderly said <coughs> said um, you just like my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, Missy, you have to be so strong in your 
in your field because there are so many heartwarming stories, but also so many heartbreaking stories. How do you cope with it? How does it affect your um, How does it affect your mental health? Um. Uh, I think it's. Um, I think those stories they encourage me. Yeah. To do more because I think I do more. I can help more people, and people. With, I um. I think I like to make people happy. Yeah, I think this encourage me. Of course, some of the upset me because of maybe they they pass away when they have rehousing, or and some of. Of course, I have some hard case. For example, their mental health. Or they are job abuser. Uh, it takes quite a long time to make uh, uh, them to have progress. Yeah. So because uh, of so much stigma associated w- yeah, with it. Yeah. Or the- yeah. I think many of them actually they are uh, they have a broken family. They are from uh, they are they have a really a normal uh, childhood. Yeah. And they lack of love and they are. Always different kind of a problem cycle of the problem, and then so they let a friend, let a social networking, so it's it's quite hard to 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 help, and, and so that's why we need to develop many different kind of a social network or support for them, and take more a long time, or even we uh, cooperate with church, so they can have more spiritual support. Uh, psychological comforts, this kind of thing. Yeah. And to really, yeah, it takes time to gain their trust so that they can... Yeah, actually... yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, for, for mental health, they need to recognize they have to recommend mental health problem. They need to uh, willing to uh, uh, take drugs, this kind of things. Otherwise, it's hard to communicate with this also another problems. Yeah. Um. What about, you know, sometimes I, 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 try, I try to understand why poverty exists um, I mean, poverty exists everywhere in the world, but you know, why is there such a a big gap between the rich and the poor in in a place like Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. You know, when I explain it to people who are who may not be so familiar with Hong Kong, or who who, who kind of look at Hong Kong from the outside, Hong Kong is a very rich city. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of money in the reserves. The government has money, but why are there so many people sort of left behind? I think we we have a. So some kind of a social ideology that for take so long time, the people they think uh, it's natural for there's gap between the rich and poor, and they 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 did not recognize the the gap between the rich and poor is too big, and and actually we we can see there are many people they are really rehabbing long hour, but their wage is so low. Hello. Too low, I think is yeah. yeah. And uh, even compared to other countries or cities, we the gap between the rich and poor our is too big. Yeah, and uh, we are always the the uh, uh, top one, top the three co- of the Gini of the world. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So actually, it's not acceptable. But I think no one aware of this kind of uh, unfairness. And uh, uh, so um. The government's approach for this always there something like residual welfare system, something like that. Yeah, so we don't really uh, touch the root of the problem uh, and to ask uh, whether it's fair for these people because majority of these people they are already hurricane, and the other is actually many of them because they have the disease, uh, long term disease, uh, rather than they are lazy or anything. Uh, 
very few people, or even those uh, uh, people, so called lazy because they have a very disorder. For example, the mental health. If you take take the medical medicine, and then will make you feel tired, tired. you cannot wake up, or you cannot do anything. So, Missy, the guests who come on the program um, have a sort of line rock spirit to them. You know, mm. I, I choose our guests uh, very carefully, and I really, really see that in the life that you've led. Uh, what does the line rock spirit mean to you? Uh, I think it's very famous. Uh, always that they um, line rock spirits. <laughs> yes. see, I think it's always that right? uh, hard, hard working. I think it's one of that, and also is the perseverance. Yeah, also is when it come. Yeah, and also is uh, maybe union together, so we can do more thing, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and I see all of that. I think you really persevere in in the things that you do. How have you applied those values in in your life then, in your everyday life? I do want to demonstrate as a model for our kinds. Um, I want to, uh, because I think I want to be a good social worker. So I want to be a, let them know I'm hardworking, I'm respons- responsible, and responsive. Because when they ask for questions, I will uh, need any help. I will immediately respond and help them. And besides, uh, I mean, not easy to give up. So even facing difficulty, I will try every means to 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 help them, and and actually um, also in uh, in from my um, 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 my kind, I also see this kind of character. Also many of them, yeah, they they also have a king. They um, actually their difficulties more than I. I think, yeah. So they can overcome we and also make me feel encouraging. And also encourage me, and I will compare to. <laughs> I think I feel my difficulty is smaller than theirs. Yeah, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> you you really are a, a bright light because you know some of the clients that you have really face a lot of challenges and difficulties and struggles, and you are that light. And sometimes it's easy for them to feel helpless or hopeless, but because you're so responsive, because you're always such a constant for them, it really gives them that hope to keep going and that's really important and you know you are a great example you managed to despite the poverty and the struggles that you you faced growing up you really moved up um, that sort of upward social mobility what about the young people these days that the you know people from underprivileged backgrounds what sorts of encouragement what advice and what sorts of things would you tell them uh, I think I believe uh, everyone has uh, his own st- uh, strength. Yeah. So as some of the kind, actually, they just lack of confidence, and um, they have uh, uh, experienced many bad experiences. Yeah. So I will keep. Uh, I think keep go on. Don't give up. My experience is always this, and I just. I don't know how to how I overcome those difficulty. You just go on, keep on go on and try, try, and then if you have questions, you just ask questions, and then you just don't know. Someday they just solve the or or even so actually even some more problem actually cannot solve. You just let them go. Mm. You just accept it. Yeah, you cannot solve all the problems. Yeah, sometimes uh, the problem you can control how to have the solution, but some of the problem actually you cannot control. And you just accept it, I think. I think this is my, my solution. <laughs> That's perfect advice for not just young people, but for everyone. Is that what you tell yourself if you have a difficult 
situation at work? Do you t- is that how you sort of you know um, yeah, soothe yeah. yourself? I will try myself uh, uh, my best to to seek for uh, advice and then uh, to see how to solve it. Um, but actually, not not every problem you can be solved or sometimes actually some some questions you need to wait for time sometimes or because i mean in and for example in a policy change a government will not change it one time or it takes a long time yeah so you need to wait for the time be patient and then you be strategy and then uh i think the uh uh should go back to your uh, original uh uh mission and then what do you want? And then you just expect yourself, you try your best. And of course, some of the strategy or essence, even my uh, colleague or my friend, they are oh, no use. And then I say, no use, so what? And then we just do it. And you don't need to pay much for that. Yeah. Uh, it's free <laughs> or anything. So why don't you try it? And then I just think you try it yourself, try your best and then pay your effort. And how's the solution that the final decision or final result we don't know and but i think according to my experience of course some of them you will get final result and or have the immediate change but some of them actually is just uh, a prime seed and then they will grow up yeah and then <laughs> they will make change yeah I love that. Yes, you plant the seed and change will happen. Um, I so- think you believe is a belief. You, you think if you is a, is a, if you think I think if you this is a correct thing and it's a good thing, I think they will finally will be changed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, what do you do for fun then, Missy? What are some of your hobbies? Oh, uh, actually, I like reading. Uh, I like listening to music. Uh, movie on and also I gather with friends and yeah but of course not much time it's now getting busier yeah sleeping also is good yeah. now <laughs> yeah that's actually a, a good... yeah actually if you are too tired and you find something cannot stop you just take a rest first exactly yeah and then have a good sleep first self-care then you yeah, can take self-care. care of other people and even actually my health condition is not very good uh, recent years because too tired so I go to um, Chinese medis- med- medical treatment yeah, yeah every week Oh really? Do you yeah. do the acupuncture? Uh, acupuncture. Yeah, it's much better. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes uh, you cannot only do the exercise. So sometimes you need some Chinese uh, or some med- I don't know yeah. either West people, or uh, East. Yeah, or Chinese. people say acupuncture can really yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, relaxing or yeah. something different. I think you just find a way to to do that. It's it's important. I yeah. And that was Si Lai Shan. If you like this episode, uh, you can revisit our archive for more uh, episodes of Line Rockers every Saturday morning. Uh, and tomorrow's episode at 8.30 in the morning, uh, I'll be sitting down with educator Riswan Ola.